Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Yes, we are back with another great trip report to get this great week started. We're heading out to Morgantown, West Virginia with your friend and mine, Neil. And we're going to talk about his trip down for Spring Surprise Race Weekend, but we don't just talk running, I promise you. We talk about, let me just tell you, the very best ever Polynesian day. They stayed at the Polynesian Resort, Polynesian Village. And let me tell you, they had a day where they just went to Kona. And then they went to Ohana. They went to Trader Sam's. They went to the Tambu Lounge. They hung out in the pool. How's that for a day? And we talk about his thoughts overall on the races and how the courses went. Uh, we discuss great meals during the trip, like California Grill. And just we talk about how he only did one attraction during the entire weekend he was down there and how that was fun. We also talk about a great Capture Your Moment session. Lots of fun Disney talk headed straight at you on today's show. As always, today's podcast is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. We are helping you plan those summer 2023 cruises right now over at themagicforless.com. You want to go on a cruise next summer? We are ready to help you book that and get you an incredible onboard credit to spend just like cash during the cruise. It's a lot more fun when you have money waiting for you on board. Just drop by themagicforless.com today. Check out all the great itineraries. And while you're there, fill out that free, no obligation quote form, and an agent will take great care of you right then. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click, and it really does help us out. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, thank you to our patrons who allow us to put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. We could not do this podcast without you. And our patrons get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. You want to get in on it? Come on over to patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2083 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you and hope everybody had an awesome weekend and got to spend some time with uh, friends and family and hopefully got to spend some time with mom. It was Mother's Day yesterday. So again, one more time, happy Mother's Day to all the moms. Happy Mother's Day to my mother out there and also... Pam, the wife, my wife, and the uh, mom of my two daughters. So I hope you had a great Mother's Day. And we are back from Walt Disney World. We'll be talking about that this week. And we have some announcements to make. We have some stuff to share. Big news in the podcast family. Get ready to sail here soon. We're going to have some uh, breaking news here this week. So stay tuned. Watch the social media. Listen to Wednesday's podcast. We're going to have lots, lots going on. But today, it's Monday. It's trip report time. And we're headed out to the part of the country where actually my grandparents hailed from. And uh, I've never been out here, out, out to your part of the woods there. So I need to get out there. We have Neil joining us from out in Morgantown, West Virginia. Neil, how's it going today? Great. Uh, real happy to be here. Thanks, Mike, for having me on. And looking forward to talking a little spring surprise and um, sharing our trip with I everybody. I would imagine, too, this time of year out in West Virginia, pretty beautiful uh, time to be out there. Absolutely. Um, you know, fall is one of my favorites, just getting to see all the, the leaves and everything change. But uh, spring, a very close second and getting the, getting the green back and finally moving towards summer. 
So. Ah, nice. And you work in education too, in the education field. So this is, I mean, forgive me if I've forgotten because I've been out of education for five years, but at this point of the year, early May, you're just like holding on for dear life, right? You're just like, I can yes. see the finish and, line. And I mean, it's like, it's like at a marathon, like you're at mile 25. That's right. Everybody's just kind of, um, everybody I talk with is how many more, how many more Mondays till the end of the school year? How many more, how many more days do we have to go? 22. I can make 22 more days. I can make 22. Uh, so yeah, we're just, everybody's kind of hanging on for dear life at this point and ready to uh, take a little breather and, and enjoy some summertime. That's right. The teachers this year and, and most, I mean, every year you deserve it, but these last couple of years, more than any teachers out there, just hang tight. You're almost there and deserve every, uh, enjoy every second of the summer because you have earned it. You've definitely earned it. So anyway, we're going to have a good time talking about your trip. Last week, we had hashtag Scotty G joining us, and he talked about his spring surprise vacation, which he didn't go down just for the races. He went for spring break because his daughter was on spring break from school. They were down for about 10 days, did a little top century, a little Saratoga Springs. Hope you enjoyed that show. We talked about really everything but the races, and we're going to kind of do the same thing because your trip we're going to talk about was surrounding spring surprise during the race weekends, but we promised not to dive into just the running stuff because we know not everybody is a runner. We'll touch a little bit of it because we have a lot of lizards out there, which we love our BRGS podcast lizards. But uh, let's uh, let's let's kind of set the scene that way. But before we get into the trip, Neil, give us a little background. How did you? I don't know if we ever talked to you about this, but uh, how did your Disney fandom start? Like, where'd that all come from? Sure. Um, I from a very young age. Uh, there's actually some pictures from uh, when I was a, a baby that we had. I had a Disney wallpaper up on the wall, a Winnie the Pooh. Uh, lamp in my bedroom as a as a as a child um, but we went the first time i think i was about three and a half or four um, i think our first trip was actually out to disneyland and then um, second trip down to walt disney world from uh from cleveland and um been going ever since uh took a little break you know in college where i felt like too cool for this yeah everybody goes through i mean but see i found walt disney world in college i never went before that so yeah i guess it was was, i I really i I just i wanted to travel and do other things and then you know came back to it uh about 10 years ago and really have dove headfirst um dv i'm a dvc member um i took over my parents dvc contract and then added another contract um a couple years ago now uh because going down so much for race weekends and just um, Disney's my happy place and I want to be there. And I know there's some folks that disagree with that, but you know what, that's, that's my happy place. And I'm, that's where I'm going to go when I want to have a good time. Exactly. You know, everybody's got their thing. And if everybody would just let everybody have their, their thing, they enjoy, I think the world just, hey, we could all be a lot, a lot happier. It's just kind of my Absolutely. thing. So let me ask you this though, for me, when I first went down in college and I came home and I started, you know, cause then immediately I had to go to the, li- this is again, a long time ago, I had to go to the library and check out books and guidebooks and history books on Walt Disney world and so forth. For me, what really got me was like the infrastructure, the fact that it was because I before this, I'd only been to like a Six Flags, you know, and basically amusement parks. And Walt Disney World was basically a city. You know, it had all these buses that were uniform and these beautifully manicured streets and road signs. And and even the medians looked all nice and the the stoplights and, you know, everything looked uh, the infrastructure of the entire place is kind of what got me just intrigued with getting into the whole thing. Like I, then I was like hooked. I had to learn, okay, well, how many hotels are there? And like, you know, what are all the themes and how does this, how do they break them down? Are there more expensive ones? Are there cheaper ones? And then, you know, by then you're just, you're, you're six feet in. Right. So do you remember kind of what it was for you? Was it, was it the logistics and the, the infrastructure kind of stuff or was it a feeling or was it just the rides or what, so what happened? As, as, a, as a kid, it was the rides. 
um, my mom likes to tell the story that, you know, the first time that we were down at Disney World, at the end of the night leaving Magic Kingdom, I, I, I looked at my parents and said, can, can we just do one more ride? Nice. Just one more ride. And they said, you know, the park closed tonight. Like, we're, we got to go back to the hotel. And I, but one more ride, just one more ride. And then they're like, no, we're coming back tomorrow. Like, oh, okay, that cool. Works. Like, <laughs> it was... It was the it was the rides as a kid, and now, um, you know, it's it's kind of everything. I mean, it's the nostalgia, it's the family memories, it's um, it's the infrastructure, it's getting to. Uh, I like to just explore it just in general, and and so I've been making my way through the different hotels and trying to stay at every one, and um, you know, have the Disney bucket list and work my work my way down through the bucket list and. Um, just there's just so much about it that I I really do just love. And that's what you know it, it changes like you say over the years because for me you know it was really the infrastructure it still is like I you know I see the water bridge over by the contemporary I'm like how did, how does that stay like I mean yeah. that thing has been there for so long and I I'm still every time I go under it in a bus I'm like please you know like don't you know come <laughs> crashing down on me it's just it's crazy that they who thought of that and who made it and now this thing is still functioning but you know I see stuff like that and I'm amazed but. Over the last, you know, five, six, seven, eight years, what what it's come down to, and probably very much for you too, because I know how you are, is that it's the people. Because the thing is, like, I, you know, Scott's probably my best friend, and like, he's in Michigan. I've still never been to his house yet. We have hung out so many times, but we always meet at Walt Disney World, or we meet on a cruise, or something like that. We've met in Chicago a couple times, and uh, you know, it, every time I go to Walt Disney World now because of the podcast and because of the running squad, you know, you, you always run into somebody. And you get to, you know, have a drink or you get to, you know, go have a meal or just share a couple rides. It's kind of fun, you know, now that we have this this big group, especially with running, though. You know, you really get that on race weekends. Yeah, I um, I feel very fortunate, honestly, because um, the lizards and just running in general. And I know it's not going to be all running today, but um, I wouldn't have. I mean, I've made a lifestyle change because of, you know, I wanted a new way to see Walt Disney World and running was that opportunity. And in turn, you know, I made countless friends that, I mean, I talk with, there are lizards I talk with every single day, um, you know, planning other trips with and doing those kind of things. And then, I mean, I found my girlfriend because of running and, you know, and I, these, these are things that I never, I don't think would have happened if I hadn't explored this extra little facet of Walt Disney World. Agreed. It, it brings so much into your life. Like, you know, we were talking a couple weeks ago about you. Somebody wrote a question about, um, you know, what, what are some, I'm a new listener. What are some shows I should go back to uh, check out, you know, through the, through the catalog, you know, the 2000 before this. And uh, on Twitter, my good friend Jimmy down in Texas chimed in. He said, it's got to be the show where Mike Bankhead first came on the podcast. And I thought yeah. about, I was like, Absolutely, because he changed my life. You know, I know Mike gets embarrassed when I say this stuff, but he was so genuine and so kind, and he told his story, and I was so moved by it. I said, man, if Mike can do that, I can get out and try to run. I hate running, but I'll try to run. And just like you, you know, I never, ever in my life thought I'd run a marathon. A marathon, 26 miles, there was no way. And now here I am, like, I would have lost my stuff if I didn't get in Dopey, and I almost didn't get in. I mean, it was, <laughs> I, it was, I was about to turn into the Incredible Hulk, and I didn't even know it at the time. But it, it is one of those things that it brings you so many blessings that a lot of times you don't even see it until maybe a year, two, five years down the road. So we'll get to that. But OK, so let's talk about Spring Surprise. Let me ask you one thing about Spring Surprise in general. Sure. When, when this was announced, because it used to be Star Wars 
a themed uh, race over Star Wars for, for years in the spring. And then they came out with this spring surprise. What were your initial thoughts? Were you excited or were you like, uh, they're just making this up? <laughs> it, was a, <laughs> it was a little bit of both. Um, you know, my first my first race weekend at Disney was Star Wars weekend um, in 2018. And so I was, you know, obviously disappointed because I had done 2018 and 2019 for Star Wars. And I and I am a huge Star Wars fan. I have a Star Wars tattoo. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm a big Star Wars fan and I was disappointed. But um, I've also really come to grips with the fact that I want I kind of want to be perfect at one of the race weekends. And I was like, well, well let's explain what that means to the, to the people who don't run. So explain that. Sure. To Cause yeah. So uh, that's you come every year yeah. for at least five years in a row. And then um, to keep your perfect status, you have to continue to come that race weekend every year, you know, until you decide to no longer do it. And, and I thought, well, that's perfect. Now I can get, now I can get a perfect <laughs> status. And it's like a different lanyard and a different bib. Like it mean, it's very minimal, you know, uh, what you're getting extra yeah. out of it. But I was like, man, I want to be perfect. This is my chance. Here we go. Yeah. The only race I'm perfect for is Tower of Terror Gen because I've, I've, I've done all those. And then at the last minute, I signed up for this one. And so I've done right. them all. I don't know if I don't know if Ren, Ren Dizzy didn't say anything to me. I, I guess it's got to be a little bit longer, but that's the only one that I've done every every time they've done that event. And I, I like it. But uh, all right. So let, we'll talk about the races a little bit in a second. But around that, where did you stay for this weekend and how did it work out? Sure. Um, so we flew in uh, Wednesday, uh, the 30th, and then um, flew home on that Monday. Um, the first night we actually, my brother and sister-in-law and their kids were down um, and they were staying out at, um, they were staying off property at a, I think a Holiday Inn. And so we, we stayed with them Wednesday night, um, that first night. And so I got to see, you know, got to see my, my niece and nephew, you know, we hung out with them. We did some time at the pool. Um, and then we transferred over to the poly for the rest of the weekend, which is why we've got, uh, very nice. Wait, the, the holiday in to the poly. Okay. So we're recording this one a little bit early, by the way, um, where I'm staying for this cheer weekend, which is now well in the, in the rear view mirror. By the time you're listening to this, we're staying at the holiday Inn Disney Springs. Was it that one? The big tall one? No, okay. it, um, I think in orange Lake. <laughs> okay, so it, it's, it's yeah, like okay. this. It's this big complex that has, uh, uh, you know, water slides. See, we don't have any of that. I don't think yeah. I looked online. It's got like one average pool. And if I was moving to the poly, though, I could handle it. But we're I'll be going to Coronado, so it's not bad. But no, go ahead. So I'd imagine, though, they were super excited to get over to the poly. I mean, who wouldn't be excited to go to the poly? Oh, my oh, gosh. Um, this is my, I've, I stayed one night um, over my birthday a few years ago. And um, this was my girlfriend's first time at the Polynesian. And so this was, you know, this is a bucket, bucket list trip. Um, and, uh, we're, we're already trying to talk about, figure out how we can do it again. Nice. Um, because, uh, you know, somebody has a new favorite, uh, resort, uh, on, on property and Gotta be careful. I know. <laughs> yep. Totally. Got to be careful that, yeah, I got my wife a veranda on our honeymoon and it's cost me money for the last 15 years. <laughs> like, how about, can we just do an inside? You know, we could do two cruises. Nope. Got to have a veranda. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, I think we, we're, we, 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 we need to figure out how to do the poly for every spring surprise now, basically. So, ah, nice. Uh, need to, need to re, re, refigure the DVC points for that weekend. There you go. Okay. Well, I mean, the Disney math is a thing. I mean, it's, it so, I mean, there's, there's absolutes though that are problems. I mean, there's only so many ways you can do it, but anyway. All right. So you were down there for the races. So you had, you, did you do all three? Did you do the five? We, yep. Okay. Yep, so, 
So these races were, just so you know, because everybody can lay the ground, uh, there was a Thursday night 5K, then there was a Saturday 10K, and then there was a Sunday 10-miler. Right? Did I get that right? Okay, yep. yeah. Yep. So it was kind of a weird schedule this time because they, you know, they couldn't do a Thursday night and a Friday morning because the boarding races are so early. So that's why it was Thursday night, Saturday, Sunday. So um, how did you guys work with kind of having fun at the parks and dining and, you know, basically vacationing around sure. the, the run Disney stuff? This, you know, <clears throat> um, this these past few trips, uh, especially the run Disney race weekends have been, there's been a lot more relaxing going on, which is not something I'm super accustomed to for, for quite a while. It was, you know, rope drop to close and be there all day and just, you know, be exhausted at the end of every day. Um, and that is not how we handled this trip whatsoever. Uh, there was a lot of hotel time, um, really took advantage of being on the monorail loop, um, tons of time at the Polynesian. We went over to the contemporary and then, um, I told you earlier, Mike, I, I rode one ride yeah. total all weekend. I went into the park two days out of four or five and that's kind of how uh, we've we've done the last few trips um you know the last i mean even at princess race weekend we barely we didn't really have a lot of park reservations we spent a lot of time at you know different hotels or just kind of hanging out at our hotel and and actually relaxing and sitting at the pool and it's been a game changer it's been fantastic to not feel like I'm running around completely ragged and needing a vacation from the vacation. Yeah, it has. But, you know, we get these questions on Wednesdays about Genie Plus, and I feel guilty because I don't, you know, I feel like I should have a lot of experience with it. But unless I'm on vacation with my family, I tend to be down there for a race weekend and I will go to the parks. You know, most most days I will go into a park at least. But what I always end up doing, like I just like taking pictures and I like grabbing a favorite snack, whether it's a pretzel or some kind of like a ice cream sandwich or, you know, something that's as easy to walk around with. And, you know, and like, I'll go, and I'm totally fine. I'm at that point where I'm just as happy doing something like a carousel of progress or people mover or walking through the tree house or going into the tiki room, you know, or catching a pirates if the wait time isn't too bad. But like, I don't feel the need to have to go on Space Mountain every trip or, you know, to do a Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. You know, I will if, you know, if I'm with other people, but I'm kind of like you. I Marathon weekend, I came home and I did and I was there for six days and I did four rides in six yeah. days. And, and I but I had a blast. I had a great time. But then, you know, I think, too, you know, kind of a lesson to be learned. It, it's different for race weekends, but, you know, you can't really quantify a Disney vacation and like say, you know, X equals a good time, you know, like 17 attractions a day equals success. You know, I, I think, like you said, w for you that weekend, one attraction still equaled fun, you know, and, and yep. a good time. Yeah, no, that's, um, and I think it's, uh, primarily because I'm very fortunate that I do go down so much. Right. I mean, if this was a once every three year trip, I would feel very yeah, differently. Totally. It would have been, you know, um, we've got a family trip this summer that, you know, uh, everybody's going. And so we're going to try and do as much as we can during that trip. And, you know, we're going to tour differently and that's, and that's fine. Um, you know, but if, if I can just kind of hang out and if I don't get on a ride, I know, you know what, I'll be back in a few months or, you know, later next year or what, whatever, what have you. And, um, when I get to it, I'll get to it. Uh, you know, I didn't get in for the guardians, 
uh, preview, but I know I'm going in July, so I know I'm going to ride it then, and yep. that's a priority for that trip. It'll be exactly the same. <laughs> like, see, that's a, you know, people freak out about that, but that ride will be exactly the same come December. It'll still be the same. It's a ride. It'll be great. You know, it'll be fine because it, it's going to be your first ride, whether it's in May, July, October. It's still your first time. So yeah, I, I tried. I, not that I didn't try to get down there for it, but. Uh, you know, I had an eye doctor appointment and I couldn't see my phone. So, uh, that didn't oh, no. help. <laughs> You're like, no, it <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just dilated my eyes and I'm like, no, I can't you be, gotta be kidding me. Oh my gosh. That should be a meme. Oh, that's yeah. too funny. Okay. So let me ask you this real quick about the Polynesian. Then we'll kind of move on to some other stuff. So did it, I mean, did it meet your expectation? I mean, cause like I, I've only stayed there once, like years ago before cruise one night, don't even really remember it. Um, cause it was like, it was just, it was a long story, but, um, I just think my expectations for a place like the Polynesian and the contemporary are so high at this point, it would be hard to meet them because yeah. I put it up on such a pedestal. Like it's the poly, like I even say it like that. It's the Polynesian. So was it what you were, I mean, obviously you say you want to go back and try to make it happen. So was there something special, like a special memory, something that really stood out to you guys? Yeah. You know, I think, um, the, the, so the first time that I'd stayed at the Polynesian was I, I did one night um, on my birthday two years ago. Right. And it was that was right when the you know, right after the parks had reopened. So only DVC was open at the Poly. And it was honestly that was kind of, it was kind of eerie walking mm -hmm. around where only two of the buildings were lit up and everything else except for the you know Grand Ceremonial House was closed. Um, that was it was so strange and so this trip getting to go back and spending a full weekend there and like i said we took full advantage of the polynesian so um we ate um you know friday that day uh that was a full polynesian day we spent the whole day you know doing doing things at the poly um my girlfriend had breakfast at kona that morning um I came back from golf and we spent the afternoon at the pool. We had Lapu Lapus. Uh, we had dinner at Ohana that night. Oh man. <laughs> we went to Trader Sam's that <laughs> night and had drinks. And I mean, I don't know that I could have had a more Polynesian day no, than, that's like... <laughs> than what we did that day. And it was, you know, like I, I didn't need a I didn't need to go hang out at Hollywood Studios no, and do heck no. there. Like I had everything I needed. I had a pineapple drink and uh you know sat at the dvc pool and just relaxed it was it was so wonderful yeah going to a theme park would have been a very huge disappointment during that day <laughs> i'm yes. just saying like you do not want to do not break up that that groove that is a yeah. oh my god that sounds perfect right about now <laughs> that's what everybody, everybody somebody's listening while they're running somebody's listening on their commute into school today or to work they're saying oh man if my day could be that where i have breakfast at kona hang out at the pool, little Hana, little Trader Sam's. Oh my gosh. It doesn't get much better. Okay. So that, that's, you, you just won with that. So, okay. So let's, let's hit the races though a little bit, just kind of like generally sure. speaking. So what do you recall? Like what were some moments, a couple moments that you think are some observations you do all the races. So you have tons of experience when it comes to run Disney. Was it a well-run weekend? Were there surprises? Were there things you think they need to work on? Things they did well? Did you see anything crazy? Any hot dogs? Uh, no, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think everybody knows at this point that the 5K, that they had shortened the course on it. And and honestly, I was fine with it. I, I was so thankful that we got to run any of the races at all that weekend. Because yeah. the weather forecast just looked like we were going to get 
poured on all weekend and we lucked out Thursday night, you know, we had just, you know, they shortened the course and it was all things that were, it was a backstage area that I don't think anybody missed. Right. Yeah. I mean, we weren't really missing any kind of, uh, you know, interesting stuff, but I, I like, I really enjoyed the, the character stops. Um, I know that's, you know, that's one of my girlfriend's really big, you know, big things is, you know, she takes, she's all about getting pictures with the characters. Um, and so that was, you know, getting some new experiences like that and having them in different outfits. That was great. Um, the 10 K I felt, I felt was really good other than, you know, I, I learned some very valuable lessons about costuming that weekend. Um, uh, fun fact, guys, just make sure that you have, you know, things that actually breathe and an actual chef's coat, although it's on, you know, on point for the costume, not exactly super breathable. Well, same with a uh, six foot hot dog costume. <laughs> Two miles in, I thought, I'm either, I mean, I said, I'm committed to this costume. I'm either going to die before I hit the finish line at 6.2, or I'm going to get a dang good finish line photo. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the comment the comment at one of the character stops was, your face is as red as the Sebastian on your tray right yes, now. Yes, I can see I, that, yeah. Yeah, uh, I just need to get, we just need to finish, and I can get out of the costume and be fine. It was but, humid that day. It was that morning. You could see the air that morning. It was so thick. It was like uh, foggy. It, it always is that race weekend. <laughs> Every time in April for Star Wars, it has always just been humid and hot. And, yeah. um, you know, uh, so I, I've learned some valuable lessons about costuming. Nice. Uh, that's something I will definitely take from that. Um, and those were all races. I mean, Everest and the 10 miler were two of the races that I really... They, they can't, they, they were done before I started running on Disney and it was, they were things that I kept saying, and I wish they would bring those back. I wish they would bring those back. And so finally getting to run those, those races was, um, it was really worthwhile and, um, getting to do it with, with friends was even better. Yeah. Good courses too. Really, really strong oh, courses. I, I love, I love, courses. I, I, I really loved the courses. You know, it, it felt like we were doing a lot of backwards coursework from what we normally do, but um, you know, having a night race, that was my first night race and getting to run through Pandora again at night, um, when it was dark, so awesome. And just, um, the courses were just fantastic. I was very, very pleased with those. Yeah. And it did, there's just an energy, I think, since we've returned from, you know, the, the, the restart from COVID is that I think that is, is a running community. And you see this with the Walt Disney world fans too, you know, the hardcore fans, all of us that go down and vacation at Walt Disney world. I think we just all have a little bit more gratitude that we get to be there. You know, we, we definitely see that because we have the race announcers like Carissa and Pelkey and Riley and the others, you know, that are up there and they kind of rally for us. You know, they, they, they bring up the points that we're all kind of thinking and we can all like really rally around that. But I think, you know, as a, as a just a Disney community, as fans of, of the property of Walt Disney World, of the vacations that we get to have, I think we all kind of feel that, you know, coming out of this, like things are improved. Things aren't perfect. Definitely. There's a lot of stuff going on that we could make better, but sure. you know, it's a lot better than it was, you know, say, uh, you know, May of 2020 when those parks were sitting the, totally empty, you know, you couldn't go there <laughs> at all. We'd have begged for this, you know, so yeah. got to be grateful yeah. for what you have. Absolutely. It's, um, I don't know if you've seen the, the video, but it's the, it's people that are like, you know, runners in 20, in, uh, 2021, like, please, I would run Blizzard Beach. Like I do it I'd run out of Blizzard Beach, like 40 times. It doesn't matter. And then it was like, you know, you know, trying to sign up in 2022, like 
I can't believe I was inconvenienced. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. How, how quickly it changes. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's talk a little dining. You mentioned that you guys had a nice meal Kona, Ohana. Oh my gosh. Two of my favorite places. Do you have any other nice meals while you're down there or even counter service? Yeah. I mean, hey, um, good. you know, we, um, I'm trying to see here Thursday night. We, before the race, we just got, um, we just did a mobile order at Captain Cook's mm-hmm. and actually got some of the noodles and a couple other things to kind of um, nosh on before the 5K because that that time period, it's it's hard to find a right time to eat. Right. That is, not- yes. Yes. Because I used to do those night races because they, they used to do the half marathon at night. And that was super rough because back then I didn't run as much. And like you wanted to have a... I run on an empty stomach in the mornings when I run my marathons is in half. Well, not the full marathon, but the half marathon, I run an empty stomach. It's just, yeah. I don't want to get sick. And you know, they give you stuff along the way if you need it, you know, little goos and stuff like that, which I don't, I'm not a fan of those, but you know, if you need something, you'll have some, but like back then I didn't know what I was doing. I never really trained. And so, you know, you're at Walt Disney World. You want to eat something good. But I mean, the race started like at 1030 at night. So you're thinking, do I have dinner? Don't have a yeah. salad. I mean, what do I eat? You know, I, I had no clue. That is that that's a super point for these night races. If they still continue to have them every once in a while. Yeah, we, we tried stuff. to eat by like 530 or six that night so that everything kind of settled yeah. before, you know, since it started at 10. And then if we you know wanted to, we could snack on a few little things prior to the race. Um, you know, Friday. Um, Friday was all the food at Polly. Saturday, we met some friends after the 10K and we had breakfast over at Steakhouse 71, um, which is um, uh, our second time having breakfast over there. And it's so good. Um, I, I was looking at the menu again today while it's kind of refreshing my memory. Not that it's been that long, but refreshing my memory on what we had. And I didn't see it on the menu anymore. It's called Walt's Feast. Um, and it's a little bit of everything. It's a Mickey waffle, it's a eggs Benedict, it's bacon, it's sausage, it's uh, grits. Like, I mean, it was everything on the plate. And after running that 10K, especially in the in the heat and the humidity, oh my God, uh, <laughs> there was nothing left. I, I needed every every bit of that. Uh, yeah, Rick, Ricky just went there and had that exact same thing. She was talking about that on the show uh, last week. And yeah, I was thinking... Man, that is made for me because that it, sounds exactly like. I mean, basically, it's like a, it's like the bounty platter plus, but fancy. You know, it's like it's like what they give you at Pop Century in the little cardboard box, but you're at Steakhouse Seventy One, so it's all going to be nice and right, looking. right. <laughs> uh, Saturday night, we um, we met up with um, you know a good friend of the pod. Um, you might know him. His name's Scott Gardner. Uh, uh, I've heard of him. Yeah, I think he's uh, been on here once, maybe twice. Maybe, maybe twice. Yeah. Um, we met up with the Gardners and and with with Beth, and we had dinner at California Grill. That's right. I saw the uh, fancy pictures. I, <laughs> I was uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, nice dinner. Um, so that was that was pretty great. That was um, our first time at California Grill, um, and of course it had poured with rain that day, and you know in the afternoon. So the the view wasn't. Um, it wasn't a hundred percent what you would normally get, but it was still pretty impressive to walk up, you know, walk out there and get to see, you know, everything across, uh, across Bay Lake and see, you know, the kingdom from there. Um, now you'd been to California girl before, correct? Cause I know, no, no, that was my first time too. So, so yeah. what, what are your thoughts like the food and I mean, the atmosphere up there, I've been up there and it's beautiful. I mean, I've, I've been there for some events. This never for a meal. Yeah. 
I I would like to go. I'd like to go back some more, but I would honestly kind of like to do not the prefix menu. Okay, um, that's what Scott says too. He he goes there all the time. Like he's a, he's yeah. like a season pass like California Girl guy. Like he's he's all in. I still think that it's a. I mean, value for your dollar, it's still probably pretty good. Um, you know, dessert wise, you're not. I mean. I think I got a creme brulee and it was, and it, it was very good. It wasn't large. I mean, and um, Allie got the five different tasting bites, which it's not a lot, but you know, the, it was great food. It was just, um, I think a lot of it, you're paying for the, you're paying for the ambiance as yeah, well. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm there. Cause I'm there by myself for all these race weekends and I'm just not going to go to a fancy place. You know, you just can't do that when your wife's back home. So uh, the next night, like Scott and all them, they went to uh, uh, Space 220. So I went over to the uh, got fish and chips because <laughs> that way when my wife called, I'm like, I'm just having fish and chips sitting on a curb. <laughs> Watch people go by. We, we, we must have just missed you because we had dinner that night at, um, <laughs> over at the Rose and Crown, um, which is something that we, you know, as a family, I've always we always went to Rose and Crown. My dad uh, grew up in England. And so, you know, th- for him, it was like a taste, you know, a little bit of home and um, I have a lot of memories of him being like, let's go to the chippy and like, let's, nice. you know, go end of the fish and chip stand and, um, get some food like that. And, but we did a scotch, we had a scotch egg, um, and some, I think I got the fish and chips and Allie got the shepherd's pie, um, and just hung out at, at Rose and Crown. We did a lot of snacking too, through flower and garden Saturday and Monday or Sunday and Monday. Rather we did, um, all kinds of different, you know, the arepas, the, the breakfast foods over near, uh, test track that are there um i'm trying to think some other you know we had a lot we did a lot of snacking though around flower and garden and just excellent booths again you know um uh, and i love being there at flower and garden getting to see epcot in all its glory with with all of the beautiful flowers it it, it's gonna get there like it's still a mess up in the old future world but they still they put lipstick on a pig right now you know it's a mess but they can make it look good in the parts where they're not doing the construction it's uh, it's very beautiful, you know, with, the, with all the beautiful colors there. And when the monorail goes by, thank God the monorail's running again because that just adds, you know, definitely makes it look more Epcot than than it sure. used to. And yeah, I agree. You know, just grab snacks, go around. And I don't know how you missed me because I was sitting right outside Rose and Crown. I mean, you almost had to step on me to uh, to get in <laughs> or out because it was crowded over there that night. Everybody was getting fish and chips. I I didn't care because I like. I, I was just by myself, so I was people watching. I was like, "It's great." I was sitting on the curb right outside Rosen Crown. Yeah. Too much malt vinegar. It's the only thing I really use malt vinegar for. Whew, good stuff. I can, I'll have to get some of that this weekend when I'm down there. All right. So, the, any other highlights though from the, from the trip? Like, do you have any remarkable stories or anything that surprised you from the trip as we kind of close out? Uh, you know, we've kind of talked accommodations, dining. What, what was your one attraction? We didn't ask that. Oh. We did one. One. Uh. I only rode one attraction. Allie got a couple. Um, <laughs> the only thing I rode was Grand Fiesta Tour. Oh uh, all attractions. You got to be kidding. That'd have been uh, about 98th on my list I'd have picked. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so busy on Monday. Um, I think everything at one point, you know, I think Spaceship Earth was like 50 minutes and um, living with the land, which is, you know, was my dad's favorite attraction. Like I have every, almost every trip I go and I, I have to ride living with the land. My dad loved how the cucumbers were grown. So I'd take a picture of the cucumbers and send them to my family every time, you know, um, we didn't even do that because that was a 45 minute wait. That's and one. that's 45 minutes. Well, well worth spending. It's best it, ride it, of Walt usually, Disney World. Your dad's is. right. Your dad was right. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> um, so the only thing I rode was Grand Fiesta Tour. 
Um, and then after I left, um, Allie got on Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Um, and I think she waited maybe 70 minutes or so for that. But, um, you know, golf, we got to, got to golf with Scott and with some of the other lizards Friday morning. We, we weren't sure if that was going to happen either because of the weather. Right. But, um, the course was very wet. Um, and Lake Bonavista is such a good time. Uh, that was a lot of fun to get out there. Um, and really, you know, I haven't, I haven't played that course in probably six or eight years. So it was nice to get out there and, and do that again. Um, we went live a few times on Instagram. I, of yep. course, put a ball right in the water as soon as we went live. <laughs> you know, I've only been playing golf for like almost 30 years of my life. And, you know, of course, I can't, you know, I put a, put a ball right in the water as soon as the camera's on me. So that was that was fun. That's a uh, pressure, man. It's pressure. <laughs> okay, let me ask you something, because listener Bev, who I talk to all the time, she we email back and forth a few times a week. Love her. And uh, she had a question for Scott, actually, about golfing at Walt Disney World. And I haven't had Scott on a listener question show since she emailed me because of how schedules have worked with my trip and stuff. But I can ask you. So she wanted Scott to address the best golf course at Walt Disney World, in his opinion. And, of course, now you have the Palm Magnolia and Lake Buena Vista, the only three, other than, like, you can play the nine-hole walking course over Oak Trail. Um, But, I mean, right now the Magnolia, I think, is going down for an extended reworking so really you're gonna be down to the palm and i played the palm um that one and i've played both of those and i'm not a golfer i'm not but i mean lake buena vista is like head and shoulders as far as like golfing best right i mean it's the newest one it's just it seems more fun yeah i i like i like lake buena vista it, it's a very good course um and you know if they ever they they kind of they're they're kind of they have part of what they were doing before they used to do the sunrise nine and the sunset nine. Um, I think the sunset nine is the only thing that's still available. And, and I said it, I know I said it on the call and show one time. It is one of the best deals right. on, on proper. It's um, I think $35, you get nine holes, you get a breakfast sandwich, you get a cup of coffee or an orange juice. And then I think you get an, al- you know, if you, if you so choose an alcoholic beverage, um, you know, at the end of your round. For thirty five dollars, yeah, that's crazy. You you cannot beat that price. Um, it's uh, it's a hundred. I think about a hundred or a hundred and ten right now for eighteen holes, and then if you rent clubs, it's about fifty dollars. So, you know, you're looking at about a hundred and sixty bucks if you do eighteen with with a club rental. That includes your cart. Uh, they give you uh, if you do eighteen holes, you get six you know, six free golf balls. Yeah, who was who playing those golf courses at Walt Disney World with six balls? That's like my, that's my, I'm done with those by the second hole. They're in the, they're in the water, <laughs> uh, they're in the woods. We, we, we brought, <laughs> Scott and I both brought some extra golf balls. And, uh, I'm very glad that we did because there were not anywhere near as many left over at the end of that round. Um, but, but that was a lot, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun. Scott and I've talked about golfing for quite a long time and just, um, you know, uh, you know, I text each other pictures from, from the golf course. So it is, it is something that I was glad that we got to do. I was, I know, I know there are a lot of folks that were disappointed and I was disappointed too, that we didn't get a chance to do right. the mini golf. Um, but you know, we are, we are looking at doing that for, I think marathon weekend, you know, when, when everybody gets back yep. down there. So, um, I'm sure that we'll have stuff out, go out about that in yeah. the future <laughs> so that we can get, we want to make sure that we get, you know, people signed up and we know how many folks we're going to have and we can actually coordinate with Disney so that we don't just have like 50 people right. show up and, 
place. at Fantasia Gardens, and then suddenly we have a, a major standstill. So if we would if we had done that, we'd have been so wet because it did it, right at the time we had that scheduled. I mean, the skies oh, there was thunder, That's, lightning. I mean, sideways rain. We'd have been drenched. We made the it right call. Been, it was disappointing, but right call. Yeah, it was the right call. There, there, there's no shelter there. No, I you're mean, done. Yeah, you're just out there. <laughs> you could, I mean, I guess you could run to Swan and Dolphin or yeah. um, that Dolphin Reserve, but we we made the right call. It was just, um, I know there were some folks that were disappointed, but, you know, uh, rest assured, it is something that uh, we're looking at bringing back in the future. And, um, you know, but uh, I'm just trying, I'm looking through my notes here. Um, yeah, Tambu Lounge. We did some Tambu Lounge. You know, uh, that's it. I think that was the major stuff. We we were, you know, we were really going to go. We had Hollywood Studios scheduled that Saturday and just canceled that and spent the day, you know, kind of hanging out at the Poly again before we went over. You know, we, we did Contemporary in the morning and then again at dinner. And, you know, um, we had Tambu Lounge before we went and had dinner at California Grill. So just really just enjoyed the hotels and, and took, like I said, full advantage of the monorail. We went to Magic Kingdom Sunday briefly um, to get some pictures. I wasn't feeling great, but went back to the hotel. And, um, and I, you know, Allie actually did, and this is the second or third time we've done it. She did uh, a Magic Your Way photo shoot um, at Epcot. And her photo pass photographer was fantastic. Got so many good pictures. And she brought all, she had all of her challenge race medals from the whole season with her. So just got so many good pictures. Great idea. Uh, I think, I think she, I think in the 20 minutes or 25 minutes that you get her photo pass photographer took 75 to 80 pictures. Um, you know, we, we did some in January after marathon weekend and we got 55 or 60 pictures in 20 minutes. Like it it is, if if you want to commemorate a great race weekend or just any weekend in general, you know, um, it's something that I think folks should really look into because, uh, you're going to get your money's worth. You're going to get great pictures and you're going to have, you know, a one-on-one photographer with you for uh, an extended period of time. Sounds good. You got me ready for uh wine and dine already. I mean, it's the next race weekend on the calendar. We got kind of the little break and, uh, you know, princess race week, I guess, you know, we're right up on top of uh, signing up for that weekend now. So, uh, you know, this race will be here before you know it. We'll be out there on the courses, probably in costumes and hopefully not in rain and heat and all that stuff and having a good time again. So Neil, Thanks so much for coming on the show and have a good rest of the school year. Hang in there. Summer's almost here. Yeah, you, you guys heard it here first. Let's get out there, get those miles in, guys. That's it. All right. Don't forget today's show always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for your Disney trip planning needs. Remember, the summer 2023 cruises are available to book right now. Check them out over at themagicforless.com. Just click on the Disney Cruise Line tab at the top of the page. You'll get all the itineraries. You can go by destination, Caribbean, Bahamas, Mediterranean, Alaska, wherever you want to go. Ships go there, and we'll take care of you. Just fill out that quote form, and we'll uh, take it from there. Free, no obligation quote, and we give nice onboard credits to spend during the cruise as well. So, again, check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click, and it really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And also, finally, thank you to our patrons who support the show each and every month. Allow us to put this out three to four times a week all around the world. Could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, come on over to Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast give me a follow on the social media i'm at be our guest mike on instagram and twitter subscribe to the show on facebook and youtube so you know every time we go live and if you don't mind 
Give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts this week. We'd sure appreciate that. And thanks to everybody who has already done that. Finally, we are going to have a live call-in show. Yes, we took a couple weeks off because I was down in Florida. And of course, we had Mother's Day yesterday. So this Sunday night coming up, hey, you, me, and Scotty G will be taking your calls at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central on Facebook and YouTube. We'd love to have you be a part of the show. So join us for that as well. All right, we're going to get out of here and let you get on with your week. So for Neil out in West Virginia, I'm Mike here in Missouri saying have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.